that all comes down to customer avatar profile to figure out the data behind it and the messaging that's going to communicate it clearly and get them on board with that line of thinking so that they continue to spend money with your business even through a recession. You are listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. Welcome, this is another one of our Ask April Porter shows to bring you education, value, business building tips that are gonna help you take your business to the next level. And this week we're talking about how to thrive during a recession. Why? Well, it looks like we may be on the doorstep of a recession, right? And here's the great thing about preparing for a recession is that if it weren't to happen, no harm, no foul. We are just more prepared to take our business further, faster. So the important thing, of course, is being prepared. And, you know, they say like failing to plan is planning to fail, right? And that's not where we want to be. So many times when these things happen, we're so caught up in the day-to-day of our business and caught up of our routine caught up in our comfort zone of what we've been doing for so long that there's no room to forecast and there's no room to plan for the things that are coming at us. And that's what we're going to solve today. We're actually going to be talking about how do we do that differently? Number one, it's about looking ahead and seeing what could impact on my business in the next 90 days, six months, 12 months, two to three years, right? And when you take the time as a CEO, you need to be taking the time to really think strategically, taking quiet time each and every single week to sit and think about what am I not seeing? That question needs to go on your calendar for your thinking time. You're always thinking about what you are seeing, what you do know, what's inside that comfort zone, how you've always attained customers in the past and how you're gonna attain your next customer. What you need to be thinking about is what are you missing? What are you not thinking about right now that you should be, right? And that's how we got to today's topic. So as always, we talk about the fact that there are certain things that are just not good strategies. And we're, I'm going to take you back. Nobody wants to hear this, but I'm going to take you back to COVID because when COVID was approaching, Back in November and December of 2019, we as a a world, not just a country or a nation, but the world was quite aware that COVID existed and that it was affecting China significantly and that people were dying and that factories were shutting down, people were being sent home, isolated, sequestered, and all of those things were happening. I remember distinctly in December of 2019, I was on our franchise advisory council for my brand, and I started to make some phone calls to my fellow council members and sending some messages to the corporate office saying, 
you know, I know this is in China right now, but I think we need to be having some serious discussions about what if this comes to the United States, what are we going to do as a brand if we have employees getting sick and if we have to shut down and do some of the shutdowns they're doing on the other side of the world, how are we going to handle that? How are we going to keep people profitable? What are we going to do? And there was a consensus, not just within our brand, but really everywhere at the time that it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to come to the United States. We didn't really need to worry about that. If it happens, will happen. And if it comes to us, we're definitely not going to have shutdowns. We're the United States of America. We don't shut down people's businesses. We have freedoms and rights here. And that was the belief. And shutdown started on, I believe it was like March 14th or March 17th. That was the first shutdown in the country. And that's when it hit everybody like, oh, this can happen across the whole country. And we actually had our first meeting to discuss COVID and the effects of COVID after the shutdowns had already started. And so at that point in time, the only choice you have is to be reactionary, right? Now it's reacting like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And the ideas that come to you and the actions that you want to take, they're already stuck in a perspective of, of reactions instead of being proactive, right? So today's discussion is really how do we flip the switch and how do we think proactively now so that we can be prepared in the event that a recession comes so our business survives. Not only do we want our business to survive a recession, we want it to thrive. And so here are the things that are going to help you evaluate the opportunities that a recession will afford you to adapt and thrive. Number one is you really want to think about what product or service are you providing to your customers and which category does it fall into? There is the essential category which could be defined the way that it was defined during COVID, such as food, medical supplies, or medical attention, things of that nature. But there's another way we're going to get to in just a second. So there's essential, and then there's discretionary, okay? Now, the important thing to note during this entire conversation is that the person who determines whether or not your product or service is essential or discretionary will be your customer, okay? So while you may be taking a look at your business and saying, oh, we're food. You know, everybody has to eat every single day. So we are essential. And so we don't have anything to worry about. You have to take three steps back, flip around and look at it from your customer perspective and ask again, are we truly essential, right? Just because ice cream is a food a family loses its income because both people lose their jobs during a recession, is ice cream truly essential to that family when they have limited dollars to spend, right? So the ultimate determiner of whether or not your product or service is essential is the customer. And when extreme things happen in our environment, in our political climate, in our economic climate, your customers' priorities can change. So the first question is, is it really essential or discretionary to your customer right now? Let's first identify, is it essential or discretionary to your customer right now? Then we have to start to take a look at and say, how essential, how discretionary? 
So let's think in terms of each one of these being on a spectrum. Now, on a spectrum, essential might be, it's essential today when a two-household in our two income household has that income coming in, right? They consider it essential. But if they lose that income, is it still essential? These are the types of questions you need to be asking yourselves, or does it suddenly shift into a discretionary column? So chiropractic care could be one of those examples for certain customers. A gym membership could be essential to someone right now. They need it for their mental health. They need, they want to be physically fit. But should they lose an income, working out may be essential, but the gym membership may not be. They may turn to working out outdoors, coming up with other solutions in order to stay fit. Maybe they take a job that involves manual labor because they need to take a job at that point, right? So these are the types of things that you need to think about on the essential spectrum. Then there's the discretionary spectrum. On the discretionary spectrum, on one end is top priority discretionary. On the other end, it's a complete indulgence of discretionary money. And again, it's going to vary from person to person as to where on the spectrum the your good or service falls. So on the top priority, it would be right now, most ladies who get their hair cut and those grays covered with some color they are going to do everything they can to continue getting a great haircut and getting their color on their hair, right? So that's a top priority discretionary for most people who spend money on that. Whereas an indulgence could be mm, something like a hobby, right? Or lessons that maybe they could find online. Maybe it's something they've always wanted to do, like horseback riding lessons, right? Yes, it's fun. Yes, they're learning something, but it's an indulgence. If they were to reduce their income by even $50 a month, that may be the thing to go. All right. So there's a spectrum and you need to figure out where you fall on that spectrum right now. Once you determine if you are currently essential or you're currently discretionary and where on the spectrums you fall, ask yourself when a recession comes, does it change my position on the spectrum. For some of your customers, it will not. But for the majority of your customers, you have to think in terms of your revenue, where you're getting revenue from. For the majority of your customers, does it change where you are on the spectrum? And if so, there's two things you can do about it. Number one, have a conversation with your leadership team if you're an independent business or with your franchisor if you're a franchisee. Now, this could be with the Franchise Advisory Council which I would recommend that's the direction you want to go because you don't want to be the only voice raising this with your franchisor. Your franchisor, just like you, has probably a million things that they're concentrating their efforts on and their attention on within the business right now to grow it. And so one voice may be not enough to really stop what they're doing and listen and think in terms of forecasting. But when you get a group of voices together saying, hey, this is really important to us and we want to take some time and talk about it now before we're reacting, that's when you're likely going to have a better conversation with the franchisor around this. What that conversation needs to be about is, are there opportunities for us to adapt 
or add a revenue stream that brings us closer to the essential side of the spectrum. So if we're a complete indulgence right now, if people who have an abundance of discretionary money are our main clients and they're paying for our product or service, and that's our target market, we're looking for affluent areas with lots of discretionary income. And, and that's how we, that's who we rely on to buy our service or product. Is there something that we could add to our offerings that is more that is closer to the essential side, or at least the top priority discretionary side of the spectrum. Is there a way we could tweak our current offering to bring it to that top priority discretionary, right? So these are the conversations and the brainstorming that you want to start right now so that you are, because it takes time, guys, you know this, it takes time to create a revenue stream. It takes time to like figure out if you want to provide another offering. And it takes time just to even market it and to let people know it exists. So if we wait until you're already in the thick of a recession, it's going to be too late, right? So that's number one is really start to think, where is there an opportunity right now to provide a new or a tweak to our service to make it essential or as close to essential as possible. Number two, and arguably more important than number one, is to re-examine and redesign your customer avatar profiles. We've talked about customer avatar many times. Every business has three to five customer avatar profiles, but those customer avatar profiles are based on the desires and priorities of your customer at the time that you make them. When you have a huge swing in environmental, political, economical climate, you need to re-examine the priorities of your customers because they change. Think about it in terms like this. In many states across America, a few months ago, it cost people $40 to fill up their tank of gas. And now it's costing them 70 to $80 to fill up their tank of gas. If you have to fill a tank of gas once a week, you're looking at suddenly $160 a month that have to go to an essential product, which is gasoline, so that they can get to work and get around town. Where is that extra $160 a month going to come from? It's going to come from the indulgences that they currently have in the budget. That means that their desires have changed. They're no longer going to desire the indulgence more than they desire gasoline and being able to transport themselves around town. The desire for gasoline has raised, whereas before it might not have been a blip in their mind. They may have never even thought about having a desire for gasoline. It just is what it is. Now, when they're weighing it against the other things in their budget, they have to say, well, if I want to fill up my tank, that means I have to eliminate expenses somewhere. Where's that expense going to be eliminated? If you are too far down the line to an indulgence on the discretionary spectrum, you're likely to not make the cut. But if you have identified how your customer desires your product or service, how their internal monologue, those psychological and emotional drivers are going to change in regards to your product or service, you can right now craft new messaging that taps in to those changes. And by tapping into the changes that they have in those psychological and emotional drivers and the internal monologue or even external monologue that they have about that desire, you can meet them where that desire morphs. 
right? Whatever that desire morphs into. So let's say that ice cream is an indulgence for them at this point. They used to take their kids to ice for ice cream three times a week. And now they're looking at the budget and saying, well, ice cream's going to be out. We're going to have to do something else. Maybe you change your messaging and you say, ice cream isn't an indulgence, it's family time. This is what ice cream means now. Whereas before it meant a sweet treat, now ice cream means getting out of the house for a nominal amount, having something to do as a family, try a new flavor every week, make it an experiment, make this something fun, because just because the economic environment has changed, that doesn't mean kids are any less bored, right? So your kids are still going to want to be entertained. Your kids are still going to expect some of the things that you've always spent money on. And ice cream, in relation to all those other things, is inexpensive, So let's turn this into an experience and let's turn it into family time. Let's turn it into that emotional and psychological break that everyone needs when we're tightening the purse strings, right? That's just an example, but maybe that's how your messaging changes, right? Because you identify that your customer, while they have a desire for ice cream, their desire for keeping their family happy, for not allowing their kids to see the stress that this is causing, for having more family time and not knowing how they're going to get it now that they're cutting back on different things. That desire has gone higher and through the roof. By identifying that that desire has gone up while the desire for ice cream has gone down, you change your messaging to meet their desire and then you become a priority to them again. That all comes down to customer avatar profile to figure out the data behind it and the messaging that's going to communicate it clearly and get them on board with that line of thinking so that they continue to spend money with your business, even through a recession. So that's what needs to happen. And it needs to, again, I'm going to repeat this. It needs to happen now, because if you wait, all of those opinions and everything have already shifted. You won't have a chance to do the marketing, to put enough time into the marketing to make a difference from the beginning. You're going to be playing catch up and catch up and catch up. So If you're like, okay, this is great. I don't even know where to start to do this. That's okay. We've got you covered because in June, we are holding a marketing workshop and we are going to be really planning out the next six months to a year of your marketing with potential recession in mind. So how do you make sure your marketing money is being used wisely while getting a biggest bang for your buck? when everyone is in turmoil about how they're going to spend their money. That's what you want to be thinking about. And that's what you want to be preparing for. So if you need a little bit of help, just message us here and we will give you all the details and you can figure out if it makes sense for you, if that makes sense for you, or if you just want to try and do that on your own. Either way, we're here for you. All right. So in the meantime, always keep in mind, you can join our franchisee community on Facebook called Franchisee Infinite Success. And inside that Facebook group, you can actually ask us any questions that come up in your business and our community is going to come back at you with answers. That's why the company is Ask April Porter, right? So we hope that you do just that. And until next week, have a wonderful, profitable time in your business. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. 
Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.